This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Monday, October 21st, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Early on Sunday morning, a vehicle crashed through the Davidsonville Country Market at the intersection of Central Avenue and Maryland 424 in Davidsonville. The initial report suggests that the vehicle traveled nearly completely through the market and severed the main support beam of the structure, causing considerable damage. The driver of the car has been identified only as a 50-year-old male who was transported by helicopter to an area hospital with what are believed to be life-threatening conditions. Unusual about this incident, other than a car crashing through a building, are that the police approached the car with guns drawn, and we do believe that the car is suspected to have been stolen. We will update the story as we know a little bit more. Back on September 18th, the Anne Arundel County Police responded to Oak Manor Drive and Woodhill Drive in Glen Burnie for the report of an assault. Witnesses said that a man got out of a vehicle and punched another adult male who was walking in the face. The victim fell to the ground, also hitting his head when he fell. The victim was identified as Carl Sugar, a 59-year-old male. He was transported to the hospital for his injuries and, nine days later, passed away from those injuries. The autopsy was performed. The cause of death was considered a homicide. And on October 2nd, the police located the suspect and spoke with a Tawand Nathaniel McClary, 25, of the 300 block of Oak Manor Drive in Glen Burnie, and he said that he had gotten into a verbal altercation inside of a convenience store with Mr. Sugar. He also advised that he followed the victim in his vehicle as Sugar walked away from the store, stopped the car, got out, started another verbal altercation, and at that point he did admit to hitting him in the head. He did say that he got in his vehicle and left the area. And on Friday, Anne Arundel County Police did obtain an arrest warrant for Tawan McClary. They were able to quickly locate him and charge him with manslaughter and second-degree assault from that altercation back in September. In somewhat strange news today, a group classified as a church by the IRS named the Satanic Temple is fighting the Naval Academy. According to the Catholic News Agency, the group has requested to hold, quote, satanic religious services at the Naval Academy. And the temple, which says it is a non-theistic religious politically active movement, has threatened legal action against the U.S. Naval Academy if midshipmen aren't allowed to hold satanic services on campus since members of other religions are allowed to hold their own services. Apparently, on October 8th, an internal email was sent to the brigade announcing that satanic services would start this week. Now, according to PIO Commander Alana Garris, she said the email was sent without the review and approval of the Naval Academy's command chaplain, and it did not represent the U.S. Naval Academy's command religious program. After the email was sent, there was a note clarifying it that some midshipmen had requested a space for a study group, not room for, quote, satanic services. Be interesting to see where this one goes. Speaking of the Naval Academy, man, the midshipmen are on a roll and they just rolled over the University of South Florida on Saturday in a 35-3 victory in front of a crowd of 29,744. It is safe to say that the disappointing season that was 2018 is no longer in the review mirror for Coach Ken Niamatololo. The mids are now 5-1 and and only one win away from another bowl appearance in the postseason. Highlights of the game, the three points that the University of Southern Florida scored are the fewest Navy has given up since defeating VMI 41-3 in September of 2012. The defense on Saturday was on point with five sacks of the USF quarterback, three of them at the hands of linebacker Jacob Springer. All in all, they were able to hold USF to only 267 total yards. 
In the end, Navy did rush for 434 yards, which was a season high, and threw for a season low of 23 yards. Up next is the Tulane Green Wave. That's next weekend at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium. Tulane is currently at 5-2, coming off of a loss to the team that dealt Navy their only loss this season, Memphis. After that, Navy's away for two weeks. They come back home for one game with SMU on the 23rd of November. After that, it's a game against Houston away, potentially an AAC championship game on December 7th, and of course the Army-Navy game on December 14th. Navy is considered the home team, but that will be played in Philadelphia. Currently, Army is 3-4 and four after coming on strong this season, but having suffered three back-to-back losses in the past three weeks, so that's something that we want to keep an eye on for sure. Open Table, the restaurant reservation website, released a list of the 50 best restaurants for a date in America. One of them is here in Maryland. Actually, that one is here in Annapolis. It is, drumroll please, Cooper's Hawk Winery and Restaurant. It was based off of an analysis of 12 million reviews of more than 30,000 restaurants across the country. And while I love Cooper's Hawk when I can get in, and it's a good date night restaurant for sure, but the best in Maryland and one of the top 50 in the U.S., I think we're just going to have to agree to disagree on this. Not dissing Cooper's Hawk. They're great. They're fantastic. I was just there last week, but I can think of a couple other restaurants that are much better date nights than Cooper's Hawk. And finally, today, I'm excited to announce the debut of what we're going to call Market Mondays for now. And this is with Ann Alcina from Covington Alcina. And she's going to explain investments and markets and how they interact with you, how you can save for retirement or a big purchase, really just how to better manage your money. We don't have one of those official introduction jingles on her just yet, but we're going to come up with something soon. But make sure you stick around and listen to Anne's first appearance here on the Daily News Brief. All right, that is it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. And I know we will have some updates to the stories we spoke about this morning. If you are someplace where you can leave a recommendation or a review, please do that and let all your friends, family, and colleagues know about us because that is how we grow. Other than that, hang tight. In one minute, we have George Young with your local DMV weather forecast right after this message from Zachary's Jewelers. When a ring from the United States Naval Academy comes into Zachary's for a center stone, it always makes us wonder, where's this one going? Where's this one been? A nuclear sub in the North Atlantic? A carrier deck in the South Pacific. The moon? 52 astronauts are Academy graduates. From Iwo Jima to Okinawa. Corregidor to the Coral Sea. Midway to the Persian Gulf. Congress to the White House. These rings go where America goes. 73 that went to war were awarded the Medal of Honor. But wherever they go, wherever they may serve... Our admiration goes with them. Zachary's. Online at Zachary'sJewelers.com. More than a jewelry store, a jeweler. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Monday, October 21st. Yesterday was another wet one across the Annapolis region. A raw day for sure, but another big help toward erasing existing drought conditions. And while today will be sunny and dry... 
With highs in the 60s, more showers are likely Tuesday as another cold front moves through from the west, which will help bring clear skies back to the Anne Arundel County area Wednesday and Thursday with highs in the mid-60s to possibly even lower 70s. Before another storm system moves toward the area with more rain, sometime from the p.m. hours Friday all the way into Sunday, which could potentially have an impact on the World Series games scheduled at Nationals Park on Saturday and Sunday in D.C. But exact timing and amount of rain is uncertain at this point, so stay tuned for updates as the week progresses. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there, and be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores, and also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. When you're a community bank, you help your community however you can, like being there for local business people, backing them up when they start up, advising them when they ask, standing by them so they can grow. Helping local businesses is one of the most important things we do at Severn Bank. I'm Alan Hyatt, Chairman of the Bank, but I'm also a proud supporter of businesses in Anne Arundel County. You know we never forget that here at the bank, we're a local business too. We face the same challenges and opportunities as any business, and we know how fortunate we are to have customers who stand beside us. That's why we stand beside you. If you have a business or you want to start a business, talk with us, because we're banking on you. Severn Bank, here with you. Online at SeverinBank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Severn Bank is a trade name used by Severn Savings Bank. This is Ann Alcina of Covington Alcina with this week's market update. The market has been up over the last week. And by market, I'm referring to two general stock market indexes, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, commonly called the Dow, and the S&P 500 Index, a group of 500 large U.S. companies that the folks at Standard & Poor feel represent the U.S. economy. Bonds fell slightly due to lower interest rates across the globe. The big question we hear is, when is the recession coming? I don't have a crystal ball, but we can look at a set of economic indicators to give us an idea of the health of the U.S economy. Overall, our Recession Watch dashboard is showing a modest risk of recession within the next year. Of the five key factors we watch, only one is yellow, or on watch. The Treasury yield curve, or the interest rate difference between the 10-year Treasury note and the three-month T-bill is on watch, meaning we're seeing numbers that could indicate a recession in the near future. Leading economic indicators, market breadth, Purchasing manager sentiment and market valuation are all in the green, indicating no imminent risk of recession. Of course, we cannot account for geopolitical events, acts of terrorism, and so forth. But the economic data are still showing we have life left in the current economic expansion. A further explanation of the yield curve might be useful. If you look at CD rates, you would expect that a short-term CD, say six months, would pay less interest than a five-year CD. The longer you give the bank your money, the higher the annual interest rate. If we graph out interest rates for government bonds, T-bills and Treasury notes, we would expect the same thing. When that flips, meaning longer-term notes pay less than short-term ones, that's an inverted yield curve. The market is signaling that it expects lower interest rates in the future. The joke in economic circles is that inverted yield curves have predicted 50 of the last 10 recessions, meaning that while most recessions are preceded by an inverted yield curve, an inverted yield curve does not always mean there will be a recession. 
All performance reference is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. The opinions voiced in this show are for general information only, are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Determine which investments may be appropriate for you. Consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. And if you don't have a financial advisor, come talk to us. This is Anne Alcina with Covington Alcina. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Have you ever been to the Annapolis Mall when it opens for the day? Maybe you've noticed the line of folks waiting to get into the Apple Store. As you may know, I'm a Mac user, and today's episode of the Daily News Brief, in fact, all of the episodes of the Daily News Brief, have been produced right here on my Mac computer. What you might not know about is MacMedics. They were founded here in Annapolis in 1989, and they are an Apple-authorized premium service provider, the only one in the Baltimore-Annapolis, D.C. area. And what that means to you is that they repair all Apple devices, including the iPhone screens and batteries, all without an appointment. And most repairs are done the same day, usually within two hours. They also sell everything except the iPhone and the watch for the same price as Apple. I don't know why you would go anywhere else. Give them a call at 410-757-MACS, or if you're not into the whole letter thing, 410-757-6227. Stop by their retail store in Severna Park on Benfield Road, or their service center in Lanham, right off of Route 50. Or you can always check them out online at macmedics.com. I'll tell you, they've saved me quite a few times, and I know they can save you. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.